Welcome to Vyapar, a show where we explore the journeys of entrepreneurs and the businesses that they've built. I'm your host Sid, and joining me this week is Hansika Chabria, owner of One Less, a sustainable clothing company that wants to go toe to toe with fast fashion brands out there. And you know, when I first spoke to Hansika, I was really unaware of the adverse impact that fashion has on the planet, on the environment, but I did some digging and what I found out was just staggering like it blew my mind off you know according to studies the fashion industry is the second largest polluter in the world after the oil industry and you know get this around 20000 liters of water are needed to produce just 1 kg of cotton imagine that in a country like india where you know we have constant water shortages people don't have water to drink you're using 20000 liters of water just to make 1 kg of cotton and there's also this issue of clothes being dumped in landfills you know only a small percentage of clothes ever get recycled and a lot of thrift shops are coming on the scene like you know people are using used clothes to sell but it's still a very small percentage and a lot of clothes just you know end up in landfills so with this problem statement in mind hansiga created one less and you know they're really disrupting the way that you think about clothing like can you imagine a piece of cloth being made from bamboo fiber that like when hansiga told me about you know using bamboo to create clothes i had no words to say like it was the most innovative stuff i've heard about clothing so you know one less is doing it and you know let's let's hear the rest of it from the founder herself so hansika welcome to the show it's a pleasure to have you on vepar thank you so much for that introduction thank you for having me it's great to be here and talk about something that i'm so passionate about and i hope that by the end of this at least one more person will be passionate about it as well definitely i mean just looking at the statistics you know it's it's mind boggling and you know before we dive into the business i i want to know more about you your background and you know how you got interested into sustainable clothing in the first place what were the series of events that led you to sustainable clothing and what led you to become an entrepreneur so i don't think i can say that there was one particular incident that completely changed my opinion and viewpoint on sustainable fashion but while i was at university i uh, was introduced to veganism and plant based diets mm. and i watched multiple documentaries i was educated i spoke to a lot of different people and it was insane that the fact that i was drinking milk or eating cheese was affecting the planet and when i thought about that it was like really like dude are you telling me that my action can make such a big difference and it is true like it really does make that much of a difference and i think once i was aware of all the facts i did consciously make an effort to go vegan and mm-hmm. try my best to ensure that i was doing whatever i could to avoid those products or avoid doing things that was affecting the environment and i became a part of extinction rebellion xr which is a global environment non-profit group uh, which runs across the world but while i was un- at university i was a part of their club i was there i think i was introduced to fast fashion where they were telling me that everything that i had done up until now where i was doing all of this veganism and not eating this and not eating that but the fact that i was shopping was affecting the planet as well and at that moment i was like so i've spent all of this time trying to make a change but on the other hand i'm just canceling out that change completely and i think being a student especially is so hard to obviously you want to dress well you want to go out you want to 
be like everyone else you don't want to be that odd person out there but the fact that i mean my own habits at that point of time was crazy i was shopping for every event for every party and i know there is still so many people who do that and we don't really think twice about what we're purchasing or where we're purchasing it from uh but i think just becoming more aware of what i was doing made me want to change my habits and i think that's where one less just came from i really really believe in what i'm trying to do and what i'm trying to change and i 100% think that sustainability and sustainable fashion is 100% the future we've seen massive brands across the world we've seen gucci and louis vuitton and all of these places that are trying to you know be more sustainable and if such larger fashion houses can do that why can't we on a smaller scale as well definitely i think it's it was just a series of events and just educating myself and becoming more aware of what was going on that made me more inclined towards sustainable fashion hmm yeah definitely like if each of us just did our part you know we could really make a big impact like on a individual level it's very difficult to understand the impact that you're creating but when you accumulate it like you know billions of people doing the same thing consistently on a daily basis then the impact itself is such a big one and you know with one less i really like the idea behind which you set up one less so tell me what are some some of the biggest pain points that you want to address through one less what are two three things that really just are the biggest pain points for you and you want to attack them through one less so i think largely as you mentioned that if every single individual tries to make a change we will eventually be able to make a larger change and what i personally really believe is that every individual doesn't have to do 100% you know even if you do 5% 10% of whatever it is you will still make that little part of a change So for me I think with one less the most important thing is more than even selling my clothes the most important thing for me is to be able to educate people to educate individuals that even if you make one solid change if you stop eating dairy products but you still eat meat it's not really going to help but if you think about it it might you know you still feel like you're doing a slight bit of change if you stop using plastic bottles but you just buy a metal bottle that you keep using like a stainless steel you're making a difference if you recycle you're still making a difference so i think with one less the most important thing is to try and educate people and just bring to their awareness that you can make a change because a lot of people come up to me and they're like but what if i just buy one t-shirt here and i buy another <laughs> t-shirt else and i'm like okay buy another t-shirt somewhere else but at least try to make a change you know everyone's like oh one purchase doesn't make a difference one this one that but they don't realize that if you start doing one something now maybe 2 3 months later you want to do something else because you can see that you're making a change because so the, it's the process of changing habit is where you know it's very difficult like people cannot see the change on a macro level right and that's why they don't take that first step like because it's inconvenient for them and they don't see like how me just you know shifting my purchasing habit is going to benefit the planet or even you know make a big difference it's because they cannot see things on a macro level i feel you know they're not it's very difficult for people to change their habits 100% and i think there are some apps that are available on the app store which i i live by personally and they're great because every time you make a purchase on your credit card or debit card whatever it is 
that gets reflected with the amount of carbon that you've emitted. So it, it's basically calculating your carbon footprint every single time you make a purchase. So if I go to Big Bazaar and buy vegetables, it's going to tell me my carbon footprint. Mm. So if I just say something different and maybe didn't buy that plastic bottle that I was never going to use again, my carbon footprint will automatically go down. So I think when you're able to calculate for yourself and just have a figure or a number that's explaining to you what's happening, if you have someone that's explaining to you how your change can make a difference overall, I think that makes a really, really big difference. A hundred percent. Definitely. And I also want to understand, like, walk me through the process. How are you doing things differently in one less? You know, how are you becoming that sustainable brand? And, you know, what, what are some things that you did at one less, which makes you a sustainable brand? Like, can you just walk me through the process of creating a t-shirt? Like, you know, how do you process your raw materials? You know, how is it manufactured? And then what happens to the final product? So can you just run me down uh, through the process? Of course. So compared to fast fashion, just to give you a slight brief on that, fast fashion is when you have several collections in one year. So a normal collection in the fashion industry is thrice a year. Fast fashion brands have 21 collections in one year. Wow. So you can imagine the amount of clothing that you're producing in mm. one year for absolutely no reason. There's no, there's no need for it. And they produce in bulk. So if one season is over, so if the winter season is over and they've produced in bulk and all of that has not been purchased, it goes straight to landfill. There's no reusing that. It's not going to be used in the next year. It's not going to be recycled. There's no process for that. It's just taken and it's dumped away. So what I'm trying to do with One Less is to have capsule collections. So my first collection was 300 t-shirts. That's it. We didn't do more than that because we knew that if we can sell out 300, then I'll make 300 more. But if I was not going to sell out 300, I just wouldn't produce any more. And that 100% has helped me to reduce my wastage in the first place. Um, until I had sold my last t-shirt of 299th t-shirt, I didn't start production for the rest <laughs> of my So that simple thing, of course, has just helped me to reduce my wastage. But other than that, we ensure that all the yarn that we, we start up production process with the acquisition of yarn. So we get the yarn in its uh, most basic form. We knit it ourselves. Uh, after the knitting process, it goes to, through a hot wash process, which is basically just washing it with hot water, which helps to clean the surface of the fabric so that it comes to its actual shape and its actual width. After which we do compacting and that helps to prevent any shrinkage of the t-shirt when you wash it later on. Um, we do panel cutting and this is actually very different from normal t-shirts that are produced because this is our t-shirts are 100% organic cotton. You need to panel cut t-shirts before you can start dyeing them. So we have our panel cutting process and then we do something called bio wash and bio scour, which is a process that you do when you're uh, naturally dyeing clothes. And what this essentially does is that it's like an agent or enzymes that are designed to remove the non-cellulosic impurities from textiles. Hmm. Um, so that process essentially just helps uh, when we go in for dyeing. The t-shirts are then stitched, they're rechecked again, and then they're dyed. Um, and what the exciting thing I think about our process is that our dyeing process is 100% natural. 
So it's chemical free, it's biodegradable, and the process is entirely sustainable. Our raw materials for creating the dye pigments are obtained from flowers such as marigold for our lighter colors and uh, iron for dark gray and black colors, which I think is really, really interesting because with continuous research and development, we've adopted a new iron-based formulation, which has a neutral pH and does not release any residual sulfates or acetates. So in that sense, the whole process is eco-friendly and sustainable. You've and done course- a lot of research. Like I can, I'm just listening to you, I'm just feeling like- <laughs> The level of research that has gone into it, it's, it's just absolutely astonishing. Really, I'm impressed. Like, you know, it's, it's amazing. Awesome. Thank you so much. It, it has taken a lot of research and it's taken a lot of trial and error to see what we can do and not do. But yeah, I think now we've come to a point where we do know what we're doing and trying to achieve and it's helping. It's, it's great. Yeah. And uh, also tell me about your current product pipeline. Like what are the products that you have right now? And what's your strategy to scale up? Like, are you planning to launch any new products in the coming months? And I I really want to know a lot about the bamboo cloth. Like I've already hired a lot of my friends because two or three of my friends who are, you know, big in fashion, like they follow fashion trends, you know, on a consistent basis. And I told them, you know, I spoke to this founder she's making something from bamboo can you believe it so yeah tell me something about like you know your current product pipeline and uh, like what are the things we should look forward from one less okay so currently we have our organic cotton t-shirts and we also have our jute bags and our face masks our face masks in fact are made from uh, organic cotton t-shirts that were actually going to end up in landfill so we've upcycled our masks and we, uh, upcycled the t-shirts and we've made them into masks. So completely trying to reduce our wastage again. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just came across these t-shirts and we acquired them and just wanted to make sure that we weren't adding to landfill in any way possible. Um, so those are the products that we have uh, launched at the moment. But in the next few weeks, we will have our bamboo line coming in. Uh, which will again be t-shirts and we will actually be one of the first few brands in India that will have bamboo socks. That is something I'm very, very excited about. They are incredibly comfortable. They're, I think, one of the softest socks I've ever worn. But yeah, that's one of the first few bamboo products that we'll do. And then as we start to scale up and increase our production processes, we will have a lot more products. Mm. Uh, We're looking at doing track pants, sweatpants, pajamas, even underclothing. Bamboo is a great fabric for underclothes. Um, so that's something that we have in the pipeline and we are thinking about. So yeah, essentially, I think with one less, what we're trying to do is just be able to provide all the basic things that an individual can need. I mean, just a staple white t-shirt. I mean, I know a lot of people just want a white t-shirt. I mean, who yeah. doesn't want a nice white t-shirt that fits you perfectly you know um and i'm hoping that instead of going to a fast fashion brand someone will turn to one less and buy this instead that's essentially the thought process behind it definitely i mean i need some socks for my formal attire and whenever (laughs) the the bamboo socks hit the market you know just let me know i'll be the first one to buy them so i 100 keep you in in the loop yeah and you know so just shifting gears here when i first spoke to you you told me that you know this was not an easy journey for you because 
you know you're doing something innovative there are going to be certain learning curves as well in the place so mm-hmm. tell me something about the low points during this entire journey like there were certain setbacks as well when you were you know doing some innovative stuff and then you realized that you know there's no manufacturer of bamboo fiber or something like that so what were some low points during your journey so i think i faced failure before i faced success which was a very very low point it was very disappointing but what essentially happened was that i was um the manufacturer that i was working with was not aware 100% on how to use how to stitch and knit uh, organic fabrics like bamboo and organic cotton and i mean i i am not blaming anyone whatsoever i think we all need to learn and this is definitely something new especially for india um and what essentially happened was after our whole process was over after the stitching dyeing everything the t-shirts lost shape so once they came back from the dyeing factory they were just not the shape that they were meant to be so they were stretching they were shrinking they were just having all sorts of issues with them they were extremely volatile and i just i couldn't put that product into the market i was not willing to put up something that was not you know just perfect in my eyes at least and we were supposed to launch on the 25th of december and the night before i i had to cancel i i just yeah. didn't have an option and i had to just be like no we will not do this if it takes six more months for me to get things going then fine i i won't put up a mediocre product just to sell it and that's what we did we waited 3 months and now we finally have our production process in full form we know exactly what to do and exactly how to do it i mean to the extent where we had to change the needle with which we were stitching the t-shirts um a normal t-shirt can be stitched with anything but an organic cotton or a bamboo t-shirt has to be stitched with an rfd needle and of course we none of us knew about that um so until we figured all of these small things out that it was a very very difficult process of just having to cancel the launch one night before but definitely i think that was a great learning curve and now before any of our production starts it's like a whole checklist of seeing if everything is being done exactly the way it has to be i'm so worried now that before <laughs> we send out every single order it's triple checked like we stretch out the t-shirt as much as we can just to make sure that there's nothing going wrong with it so yeah it was a great learning process but <laughs> very very disappointing for sure but that i mean that gives you a competitive edge right because see if anyone else wants to do what you're doing right now they also have to go through the same learning curve so first of all do you have any competition because i've i've not heard anyone doing what you're doing so do you have any competition at this point and how do you you know make sure that you are one step ahead of the curve all the time um we do have competitors we they are not equal i mean i wouldn't want to say equal competitors they are they're just kind of trying to do something different than what we are so a lot of the sustainable fashion brands in india focus on more of ethnic wear uh they focus more on you know like going out clothes if if i may call it that it's more of the dressy kind of skirts and dresses and shirts and things like that and I I I haven't up until now come across a sustainable brand in India that does what we do in the terms that we just want casual everyday wear clothing. We don't want it to be something fancy or something that you have to think twice about. Um I think in one of the most basic ways that we're different is that our price points are very very reasonable. I think a lot of the sustainable brands maybe because that they do 
outfits or they do dresses and skirts and things like that they are a bit more expensive uh you would have to think twice before you just make a purchase mm. uh but with unless we've tried our best to ensure that our price points are very very low just so that it can be you know something that anyone can purchase without having to think twice we don't want to make it something that only a certain class of people can purchase or you have to save up for it or anything of that sort if you just want a t-shirt you're able to buy a t-shirt so in that sense we're trying to set ourselves apart with the price point but i don't think at the moment there are a lot of brands that are doing the dyeing process that we are ours is 100% natural dyeing compared to a few other brands that do azo free dyeing which of course is still using chemicals but not as widely and not extensively as the normal dyeing process but yeah i 100% do have um competitors and i think i'll always see the competition just to keep myself on my toes and no. make sure that i'm doing everything that i can to be maybe slightly better yeah definitely healthy competition is always good like it it keeps you on your toes and you know you you understand that you have to constantly innovate like you you cannot get complacent at any point it's it's good for the industry as well because like when competition catches up then you know more people will invest in sustainable clothing so it's a good thing that if more people you know join this race into sustainable clothing it will be a win win for the country for the world i would say definitely i think um with oneness we really trying to push collaboration more than competition we don't compete with any of the other sustainable brands i mean if you see our instagram page we're constantly promoting other brands we're constantly promoting other businesses that are sustainable or are just trying their best to be as sustainable as they can be and i think that's very very important in a situation like this where the sustainable fashion community in india is very very small you know we don't have that much of a backing or support or even a customer base at the moment so it's it's really nice to see people support each other instead of constantly trying to put each other down and that's really important to me and the brand yeah so what do you what do you think is the biggest blocker for the growth of the company like you know if you had to point one or two things which are keeping one less from just you know crushing it like you know just growing on a massive level in the next 6 months you know what what are some challenges you feel you you're going to face and what are some blockers for the growth of the company going forward um i think brand awareness is a very very big issue in a country like india where there's so many people and the country is massive there's people speak I don't know how many languages on a daily basis. Each household has speaks more than two languages, you know. Um, and I think that's very difficult just to get the brand awareness out there and to even educate people. I think sustainable fashion or sustainability in India is still quite small. There's a very small group of people who actually are aware or actually want to be aware of it. There's a large, large group of people who just don't really care. Yeah. And I think. first and foremost my biggest issue would be to try and get that group of people to care about what i'm talking about and then maybe go ahead and purchase it um so i think just educating and making people aware of what their purchasing and consuming habits is doing to the planet that's my biggest issue more than anything else yeah definitely and it's going to be a long journey i feel because like i mentioned you know changing consumer habits is it's one hell of a task and especially you know because a lot of people like you said they don't care it's not a pain point for them they really they cannot see the impact right so 
it's going to be a long road but kudos to you guys for taking the first step and you know making sure that you bringing impact you creating the right movement right excitement for people and you know making aware that you know this is an issue like clothing is the second largest polluter in the world it's it's not something small it's quite a big issue for us to tackle so i think you know what you're doing is really good and what would be your two cents for someone who's just starting out in sustainable clothing like not only for a company but even for a consumer what would be your two cents for anyone who's starting out in sustainable clothing i think research is the biggest biggest factor especially in sustainable clothing i think i would urge if it's an entrepreneur if it's someone starting a business if you're just trying to change your consumption habits please 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 research um there's a lot of people out there who use the term sustainable as just a buzzword you know if you make uh, if you make an organic cotton t-shirts it's termed sustainable and it's sold for double the price just because it's called sustainable it's it's a sales tactic right exactly it really has become a sales tactic and it's becoming so hard for the brands that actually are doing their best to be eco friendly to just do what they can to better the fashion industry to have these brands just come in and say these two three buzzwords put some nice designs on their clothes and that's it you know so i think it's very very important to just research there's a lot of platforms there's a lot of search engines that you can use even just try and go into a brand that you want to buy and try and see where they source their products from how it's made how it's dyed things like that i think it's very very important to just make yourself aware before you make a purchase or try and start something new you can follow one less like that would be a good place to start i would say definitely you can follow one less we are constantly bombarding our followers with information and figures and facts and everything that we can possibly do to make it short and sweet and interesting and fun but also give you all the facts that you need to make i don't know just a informed decision instead of just taking our word for it awesome and uh, you know i have to ask you this like i ask everyone who comes on webpar so you know what's your vision for oneless like 5 years down the line because you've just launched the company right now so i know that you know it's it's still a very it's a shaky journey it's it's going to be a roller coaster ride for you but what is your vision for oneless um i i mean you're incredibly correct about the shaky journey uh but i think for oneless my biggest biggest thing would be just to have a presence in the indian market as something that is an alternative for fast fashion i know there's a lot of brands that i have to compete with i know that people already have set in stone what they like and what they dislike and as you said just to change the consumer consumption is a very very big process and i really hope that in the next 5 years i can do that and just be a contender in the indian market for being a sustainable brand that is not unnecessarily telling you things but is actually giving you that product and that quality but yeah if i can just be a staple in almost every indian's household at some point that will be my goal reached wow i i do hope that you know you achieve this target and you know the journey has started so you're going to get there eventually so thank you so much and you know this is kind of a bonus question i'm actually intrigued how did you finalize the name like you know oneless is quite a catchy name and mm-hmm. it has a lot of meanings like the the symbolization of the word itself you know you can use it in such a good way like you know there's a lot of meaning you can derive from oneless so how did you come up like how did you finalize the name what was the process was it just spontaneous or was there like 
you know a calculated way you did a lot of lot of research on what would be the perfect name and then you stuck with oneless honestly there was not that much research involved in this whole process at all with the name it was just something that i wanted to be very very simple i mean oneless is something that you can use on a daily basis you know it's not something that you have to pronounce differently or you have to write differently or in a different language or there's not there's none of that hectic thing involved in that it's just very simply oneless and um what we're essentially trying to create from oneless is that it's oneless environmental hazard it's oneless health risk to our workers oneless piece of clothing in landfill oneless carbon footprint and one less gender stereotype and all of these things i know i mean as people have told me one purchase isn't going to make a difference but it does make a difference and that's what we're trying to portray even with our brand name that just one less risk is more than just continuing with your everyday practice that you've adopted all of these years so yeah it was just a very simple name um i came across i mean i didn't come across it i thought of it a lot there wasn't much research involved but i think just thinking about it and putting it into different factors and i think it just turned out to be something that i really liked and i liked the meaning and the message behind it um and it just stuck that was really powerful like when you were just explaining how you came up with the name and one less risk one less you know piece of cloth in landfill i think that that was extremely powerful i think it helps you scale up your brand as well and you know drive the vision forward because the name complements the brand in such a good way so i i really love the name and i love everything that you're doing and you know you have to let me know whenever the bamboo uh, stock hits the market you know i'll send you some uh, products before it's even launched that'll be awesome that'll be awesome and uh, yeah hansika it was a pleasure having you on the show i i really enjoyed myself it it didn't feel like i was you know recording anything i really just I learned a lot and I also enjoyed a lot recording this so thank you for coming on Vipar and you know hoping to have you back again someday Thank you so much for having me I had a great time as well and I really hope that we can make a difference together Definitely definitely we're getting there and you know for people who want to find more about oneless and you know you want to start your sustainable clothing journey I will keep the link to the website in the description do check it out you know like if you if you someone who loves fashion if you love trying out new things with your clothes this is something you just have to try like it's this is coming from me because i'm a guy who has no fashion sense whatsoever so <laughs> just give it a try they are doing some amazing stuff you learn a lot like if, even if you don't buy anything you learn a lot in the process so do check out their website and you can reach out to us and if you're an entrepreneur you know we would love to cover your story as well So reach out to us at vipar podcast at gmail dot com. Take care, and we will see you next week.